0: and now from the spinnaker radio studios critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films your host ben gordon
1: Well, hello everyone! Good to see you here on the Doc G Show. With me, as always, is Eric Cirillo. Eric, how you doing?
0: Good. It's good to be
1: back. Haven't uh, haven't been on
0: for a couple of weeks. It's, this is uh, this is nice to be back.
1: Had a week off, man. Had a week yeah. off, and now we're ready uh, to give the people what they want. You know? I'm
0: I'm ready to give it to them.
1: And what they want is a great show. And guess what, listeners? You've got a great show. I mean, we've got so many things to do this, this week. We've got fitness news. We've got our weekly sports update. We've got who's wearing their birthday suit. We've got uh, something brand new. This is brand new for, for Doc G and it's big news. We have our first guest on the show. Cue the applause. Man. Shut the front door and ask your mom who's pregnant. Huh? I'm not sure what that means, but that's how excited I am. I'm pregnant with excitement. Yes! I'm going to let Eric take a break and I'm going to interview my longtime friend, Daniel Adreyu. He's got some really exciting information. He's got a nonprofit program that he's working on. We're going to talk about that and we're going to also, we might even delve into a little music. I don't know. It might happen. It's going to be a great show, though, guys. Before we jump in, I do want to talk about something else real quick. I want to mention something. I was reminded of last uh, the other night, uh, let's say Monday night. I'm old. I forget what day it is. Uh, Monday night football. So I'm watching the Giants game, and I see a commercial. And if you're like me, you saw this commercial for the first time during the Super Bowl. So the commercial is following this dude in the city, and he seems all depressed, and you're like, why is this guy depressed? What's going on? And after a couple of seconds, you realize that the dude's depressed because apparently he can't take a dump. And you find out that the commercial is for a prescription drug to help with opioid-induced constipation. Ew. And if you're like me, your first question was, how big of a market is this? How many heroin addicts we got flying around cities that are looking for laxatives? This is an actual thing. I think too many people may be addicted to opioids. Yes! Then, if you're like me, your second question was Is that an opioid addict's first area of concern? Getting the cement out of his pipes. Seems odd that to me, a person addicted to heroin's first top priority is unleashing death on the next porta potty they find. That just doesn't seem like a thing for me. If I'm like, oh, my life is great. I'm addicted to heroin. If only, if only I could find the right laxative. That just doesn't seem right. Uh, Then, if you're really like me and a complete nut bar that would waste time looking up the implications of an opioid-induced constipation drug on Google, you found out like me that one, apparently, it is a big thing. Uh, last year, doctors wrote more than two hundred and forty million prescriptions for opioids. And two, apparently, it's one of the top concerns of opioid addicts. An article by the LA Times interviewed an opioid addict that said they they quit opioids several times because of how bad it was. Now, I, I'm just saying if it's that bad, maybe your body's trying to tell you something about opioids. Maybe you should pump the brakes a little bit on the heroin. Just saying. I don't think so. So, let me get this straight. Pharmaceutical company sells you an opioid, you become addicted to the opioid, you become constipated from the opioid, and the same company offers you another drug for your constipation. Yes! I noticed on the side effects of the constipation medications that one of the side effects was headache. So I guess next they're going to come out with an opioid laxative-induced migraine medication. Talk about job security. Oh, yeah. Got a problem? We got a drug for that. Sign me up for some pharmacy. Yes. Shout out to my man, Beezy. Oh, that's what's happening, huh? Eric, what do you think about that?
0: Huh? Well, I think that, uh, <laughs> what do I think
1: about that? There's there's a lot to think
0: about there. Um, you know
1: what? Ponder it. It's time for who's wearing their birthday suit.
2: O M.
1: That's right. Get ready for it. It comes every week. It's like a a weekly Christmas is what it is. All right, are you ready for the first clue for this week's birthday suit wearer? Bring it on. I'm ready. All right. He is. That's right. I said he. He is a famous American born and raised in New Jersey. Hmm. He has a filming and production company known as Jersey Films. Okay. I know. I'm, I'm holding close close to the cards on this one. I'm not giving you much. You got anything? Do you perhaps know who owns Jersey Films?
0: Born in Jersey, owns Jersey Films. I, not right now,
1: but I feel like I will in a bit. Okay. Okay, think about it. Think about it. Don't, don't guess it right now because you'll ruin it, and I'll just have to give everybody else the clues. So, since... We're moving on. Let's go ahead and move on to the classic fitness news. Hit me, Jebediah. Go. And now, the news. Oh, yeah. He's still kicking. That's awesome. Good for you, Jebediah. Stay strong, man. Read about a guy that uh, was running still at the age of 119. Turns out he was actually lying. He was only 78, but it's a good read. It's in the New York Times. Check it out if you have time. So, first thing in fitness news, a news story from CBS looked at the reason some people might get excited to work out, whereas others are not nearly as excited about their fitness. A study recently published by researchers at the University of Georgia looked at different factors that affect dopamine release and how this could affect that excitement. Researcher Rodney Dishman said that the variation in genes for dopamine receptors as well as some other neural signaling genes help explain why some individuals love working out while about 25 percent of the exercisers eventually drop out or don't exercise at the recommended amount dishman and other researchers think this dopamine augmentation definitely attributes to the 33 percent of americans that spend no leisure time exercising (laughs) should have known dopamine receptors people that like exercising are all doping dirty ass dopers should have known Eric cocaine augments dopamine release as well so you're getting double thanks to your pre-workout what do you think about that
0: <laughs> hmm uh, I think it's uh, great it's funny though because like during the days Like, in the middle of the day, if I'm in class, I'll just be like, hmm, what am I working out today? And then I get really excited, and I'm like, ooh, if I can find some new music, this would be great. Got new crack, that way I can take that. Hey. It's
1: going to be a great workout. Music also uh, augments dopamine release. So there you go. Triple whammy is what that's called. That's how you get the gains, man. Super gains. Super So recently, fitness star and creator of Hip Hop Abs and Insanity, Sean Tea, interviewed with Essence Magazine on his beliefs regarding exercise and what got him into, the, into fitness in the first place. When asked how he got into fitness, he said he gained 50 pounds at one point in his life, and he decided to lose weight, and he decided to do that weight loss by dancing. Yes! He said the freedom that he felt when dancing and the fitness that he gained, that's what he gained a passion for. Yes! I can only imagine what that scene looked like when Sean T decided to dance the pounds away. I don't think it was nearly as happy as a Richard Simmons dance party. It had to be more determined. Like maybe like the angry dance montage in Footloose when he has to go to the factory and dance away his troubles. And First of all, how does that even happen? Like are you just sitting moping around and all of a sudden... Like Dancing Queen comes on the radio and you start moving one leg and then you just bust into a straight groove for like two hours and you're like, man, woo, you know what? I think I could lose some weight this way. Like it, it, that is in a bizarre way to lose weight. Eric, have you ever lost weight by dancing your troubles away?
0: It's very possible. Uh, you know, there are times where that music comes on and I just can't stop grooving, especially when Dancing Queen comes on.
1: It's everybody's go-to for weight loss. That's what I. Hear. Oh.
0: oh, yes, it is. But but with me, that one leg moves, and then there's no stop. And the arms start going, and then it's just it's a, it's a 30-minute straight dance sesh, and I'm just pouring beads at the end of it.
1: My God, I bet it looks like a Marky Mark music video.
0: Huh? Just supposed to move.
1: That's not Marky Mark. Come on. I know, but that's the first thing that popped into my head. That's young MC. Don't get your 90s music wrong. All right. PSFK recently released a review of the new audio fitness app, Aptive. PSFK says the app is well designed, making easy for any user to navigate through the options. There are several types of exercises to choose from on this app. Once you choose the type of exercise, you choose the intensity level at which you want to exercise and you're working out with a personal trainer. Aptive says it gives anyone with a smartphone easy access to personal trainers who guide an array of different workouts. As soon as you put on your headphones and select your class, you hear a personal trainer's voice introduce themselves and what the workout will entail. All during the workout, the trainer will be providing cues and instructions and motivation. PSFK says it's an offer it offers some of the best workouts you've ever had. I totally agree with the reviews. I turned the app on And right when the workout started, I stopped working out, started eating a pizza, and watching a movie. And no matter what, that personal trainer on the app kept on motivating me, kept on saying complimentary things. It was the easiest workout I've ever had. Eric, how many iBot robot personal trainers have you ever worked out with? You are sexy, Mr. Cirillo. Keep doing bicep curls. My pants have exploded. Does that sound familiar on these these apps?
0: That is, uh, oh, God, that's so true. Um, I it. think it's hilarious. It says it introduces, this trainer introduces himself. And, like, I just wanted, to like, the names that they gave them, like, are they normal names? Like, hi, I'm Linda. Nice to meet you. Or is it like, hello, I'm Eugene. Let's do this.
1: <laughs> I'm Nitro.
0: Let's go. Do
1: it. Let's do this.
0: Yeah, that's what I, I want to hear. I wanna I wanna try it out just to see what it's like. Just to see if like I can actually be serious or if I just end up laughing and then don't do anything.
1: You know what? You're just gonna have to supplement it with a, a dance party, let's be mm-hmm. honest. Team Rock Recently released a story describing how the majority of rock bands are choosing a life of workouts and healthy decisions instead of a life of heavy drinking and drugs that were so prominent during the 80s and 90s. When on tour, you now have mus- musicians like Matt he- Heffy tweet about weightlifting or Sam Carter who posts vegetarian protein charts.
2: Huh?
1: Oh, come on! Come on! I know I should be promoting health, but that's one of the few things that we look to rock stars for. To live vicariously. Vicariously live a life of excess and debauchery. Yes! Nobody is like man. I wish I could be Tommy Lee from Molly Crew. I hear the other night he had a balsamic glazed salmon, mixed greens, and asparagus. Then he went to sleep early so he could be well-rested for a morning jog. Dude, I want that. Eric, are you looking to live vicariously a life of sensibility and balanced meals? Uh, no,
0: because I can't even do
1: that on a <laughs> daily
0: basis in my actual life, so. It's um, true, you have, have a trying pretty time I'm pretty just hard trying to get by that. day by day without starving.
1: Oh, that's sad. Eric needs help. Let's start a charity for Eric. It's Donut. like I'm poor, it's just I'm too lazy to make food. Yeah, it's, Yeah, I've... I've noticed that in your daily, daily life.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Men's Fitness recently released an article that described 10 of the biggest fitness challenges you could use to motivate yourself while in the gym. The challenges were the 2010 challenge, the Dumbbell Complex challenge, the Descending Rep challenge, the 500 Rep challenge, the Rack Bear challenge, the One Minute challenge, the Giant Set challenge, the Kettlebell Ollie Challenge, the Core Crushing Challenge, and the Dumbbell Hit Challenge. I'm noticing that the article uh, forgot to mention America's biggest fitness challenge, which is going to the gym. Oh yeah. Going to the gym. Yes! That's what they missed. Eric, are you still competing in the How Fast You Can Destroy Your Liver Challenge in the gym?
0: Uh every day. I did it uh wonderfully today. Took two and a half scoops of pre-workouts, so I am definitely whooping the competition. Screw every that time I see serving. someone supplements, every time I see someone drinking something, I'm like, ah, I got you B.
1: I got triple that in mind. Step up to my level. My liver is screaming right now. It hasn't worked for a year. That's why I'm yellow. <laughs> So, I don't have jaundice. Oh, wah, wah, wah. Hit me you with know, that.
0: Actually, interestingly enough, my brother did have jaundice at one point and it was gross. He was actually yellow and his As a eye... grown
1: human? Huh? As a grown human, like as an adult? Uh, yeah, actually he was a uh, like 23. Wow. That's mm. what
0: supplements will do to you.
1: And it was
0: from supplements? Yeah, I uh, later found out. This is a few years ago. I later found out that that's what it was from.
1: I'm glad that didn't turn you away from your love of supplements. It was too late.
0: You should have told me before I got started, but now it's like, ah, yeah, here
1: we go. Ah, I'll do my turn as yellow. I'll be a Simpson for a while and then move on. It's fine. So, in a new article put out by NPR, suggests that interval training could be one of the best ways for people to improve their fitness. Dr. Gabala, a, profession, uh, a professor from McMaster University, says that you can basically categorize interval training into two groups. The first is HIIT training, or high-intensity interval training. That's where you get your heart pumping at least 80% of your max. The next is SIT training, or sprint interval training, which is even harder. You're going to levels that are above your max, but for very short periods. Me, I'm more of a fan of the combination of the two. You know, sprint, high intensity interval training. Hey man, what kind of training are you doing? Shut your mouth training, that's what I'm doing. Eric, have you been doing some interval training in your life recently?
0: Uh, Yeah, I always kind of uh, try to mix it up a little bit. Um, As you know, my stuff is a little more high intensity and it's, it's, you know, a lot of reps and uh, short breaks, but I try to I try to mix it up every now and again, let my body rest and do a little less reps, higher weight, and then, you know, get a good pump going.
1: I hear you. Last one in fitness news, 13 fitness trends for apparel. In a recent article, The Fashion Spot was kind enough to let us know the 13 emerging fitness apparel brands. The brands include brands like Brazil Wear, Vimia, Cotton on the Body, With, Coral, Manduka, Bandier Collaborations, Suki Sufu, Varley, Nukes, P Nation, and <laughs> Um, Fashion Spot. Couldn't help but notice that you missed one. Caitlyn Jenner's new line of fitness clothes. I'm sort of surprised you haven't heard about it, because they're a big deal. Eric Wears it all the time. Dude mm-hmm. style. Guys, that has been Fitness News. It's been fun. But you know what? Let's switch gears. Let's go right back. Who's wearing their birthday suit? We're coming back. You've thought about it. Born and raised New Jersey. Has a filming and production company known as Jersey Films. Here comes the next one at you. This may give it away. May not. Don't know. In 1992, he was nominated for an MTV Movie Award for best villain. If you think about it, don't give it away. We're going to come back. We're going to think about it, all right? Mm-hmm. Hold your answer. All right. Listening to Dot G's Funky Grooves and Fitness. Shut your mouth!
0: You've always been one of us, and you are gonna stay one of us.
1: All right, guys, let's go ahead and switch gears over to our sports section of the show. And as per usual, unlike the last time I did the show, Eric is here to do the football recap. Are you ready, Eric?
0: I'm always ready. Let's do it. All right, hit it. All right, starting off, number 21, an undefeated Western Michigan. They continued their assault on the rest of the MAC by dominating Kent State 37-21. Their season has been so good that ESPN College Game Day is coming to Kalamazoo this weekend. Woo! Yes, I know. We're all just shipper about it. Utah kept their Pac-12 championship hopes alive by beating Arizona State 49-26. North Carolina tried their hardest to keep themselves out of the ACC championship game by losing to Duke 27-28. Good job, guys. Florida State demolished Boston College, 45-7 in an old-fashioned ass-whooping. Alabama dominated Mississippi State, 51-3. No shocker there because they can't seem to win by less than 25. Straight science. With the last-second field goal, Pittsburgh was able to beat Clemson 43-42. to I think we can all thank Pittsburgh for not having to hear another dabbo speech on why their team is full of winners that can walk on water. Amen. Amen! After losing to North Dakota State all the way back on week one, Iowa got some dignity back by beating Michigan 14-13. to
1: That's right, Iowa. People, don't forget. Nope.
0: Got that last second. Washington went ahead and threw out their playoff hopes with a loss to USC 13-26. Ohio State decided to cook up one of those classic 2016 Big Ten blowouts and beat Maryland 62-3. Classic. Louisville beat Wake Forest 44-12 in a much closer game than the final score made it sound by rattling off 41 straight points in the fourth quarter. Apparently, Wisconsin got the same note Ohio State did about Big Ten blowouts and dominated Illinois 48-3. Texas AM and after pulling the suck switch last week against Mississippi State, left that switch full throttle, losing to Ole Miss 28-29.
1: That was the suck switch.
0: Perfect. It sounded more like a car shifting, but all Yep, right.
1: That's what a suck switch sounds like. I don't know if you have one or not. I've got one.
0: Georgia ended up beating Auburn 13-7, adding more confusion in that zany SEC East. Penn State is trying real hard this year to be remembered for football rather than Sandusky. They beat Indiana 45-31.
1: Keep it going, guys.
0: Oklahoma beat Baylor 45-24. Colorado took down Arizona 49-24. Georgia Tech, without their starting quarterback, made sure to wipe away any hope Virginia Tech had for the college playoff playoffs and beat the Hokies 30-20. West Virginia beat Texas 24-20, keeping the Longhorns on pace to have Charlie Strong fired by the end of the season. Washington State dominated California 56-21, clearly setting the stage for a great game against their in-state rival Washington. And finally, LSU was able to avoid a hangover loss by beating Arkansas 38-10.
1: Very nice. So... Uh, two things about that recap. First, Eric, do you know what the game between Washington and Washington State is called? Hmm.
0: Oh, uh, uh, the Americable?
1: Nope. It's called the Apple Cup. That's the best they sounds. could come up with.
0: That sounds horrible.
1: The Apple Cup. Yes! I know it's their state fruit, and that's why they did it. But they might as well call it the Starbucks Venti, hashtag basic bowl. (laughs) Although I will say I Googled things that they could potentially change the name to. And I've got to say, Washington doesn't really give you much to work with. They didn't have many cool things going on. Uh, You know what their state rock is?
0: I I have no idea.
1: Petrified wood. Come on, Washington. If they change the name to petrified wood cup they can at least look for sponsorship from viagra hit me with the joke drums yeah alright second thing LSU got the raging Cajun Ed Ogeron at the helm they were two and two with Les Miles they are four and one with the big O what do you think should they keep him around Eric?
0: Um. I think if they finished up I mean there's still, you know, three games to be played, so I think if they finished up the rest of the season strong then they would be, you know, a fool not to consider it. But I you know, I mean look at what the Dallas Cowboys did a few years ago, Jason Garrett, he was just a fill in and then he's still their coach now. So you know, I think if, if he still they,
1: sort of feels like a fill in, doesn't he?
0: Yeah, he does. He's just not head coach material, but look at them. But anyway, that's a different story or a different topic. Uh, I think LSU should definitely consider if they finish this season on a strong note that they win out or at least win more than they lose, um, I think definitely they would consider it.
1: He just feels right. He's got the right voice. It's just the right thing for LSU. You're just like, yeah, you fit. I want you there. And I feel like they're not going to. And I feel like Jimbo Fisher, he's having a down year at FSU and he's like, you know what? Peace. I'm headed over to LSU and they're going to hire Jimbo Fisher and it's not going to get any better than they're doing now and they're still going to be angry because they lose to Alabama and I think it's just the wrong idea. Just go with Ed O. Go with O. It'll make you happy. Do it. Do it, LSU. You know you want to. Yeah! Anyways, here comes some other college football news. I don't know if you guys saw this, but I was really perturbed. Uh, FIU. Um, Janu Smith, tight end for FIU, is out for the season after suffering multiple burns. His girlfriend, Mary Gaspar, who uh, is uh, pregnant with their child, was arguing with him about how much attention he was giving her or l- lack thereof in the past month. She then calmly boiled some water in a pot in his dorm room and then poured it on him. Huh? Boiling water. Poured it on him. Still upset, she started hitting him after the boiling water incident. Oh no! She was arrested, but I gotta say, I'm a little upset with ESPN on the lack of coverage for this. Right? Can you are you in agreement with me, Eric? Did you you didn't even hear about this? Did you?
0: I didn't until uh, just now, but I agree with you completely. I think it's it's funny because this is reverse. Uh, sexism, if you will, if they were to talk about it. And I just, you know, it's, I think it's horrible that they're not talking about it. They're not giving this coverage because it's, that's ridiculous.
1: I mean, that is, uh, ouch, ouch. I don't know what he could have said in that conversation that would necessitate her boiling a pot of water and throwing it on him. Yes! That is just and he's he's your father no he's your father of your kid and you're like you know what yeah boiling water for you what do you think about that that is rough and then they just go over it we have to hear about ray rice for what three months of just solid coverage of ray rice and let's watch the video one more time and then all I got was a footnote on ESPN's website about Jonu Smith. Poor Jonu Smith, who's probably still in the hospital right now with those burns, got nothing. Got a footnote. Come on, ESPN. You're better. It's just than like
0: that. at the end of the show, they're like, "And that's it for the show today." And just real quick, uh, Jonu Smith is out for the rest of the season
1: because he had boiling water poured on his face. Okay, have a good night. By the way, he's in critical care because he's really burned. Anyways, bye bye. That's ridiculous. You're better than that, ESPN. Let's move on. NBA news, shall we? Tristan Thompson and Khloe Kardashian, brace yourself. (gasps) Apparently, they're no more. Oh, God. It's it's tough for me.
0: We're going to have to end the show right now. I can't continue on. Oh, my God.
1: Hi, God. Let's come to the world. Apparently... Word from MediaTakeout.com, where I get all of my news, says that they're done now. What apparently put a strain on Tristan was that the rest of his teammates started calling him Kardashian in the locker room. He didn't take kindly to the name, put a strain on the relationship, had to end the relationship. Yes! What do you think, Eric? Do you think it was actually the name calling, or do you think it was the fact that Chloe never gave him any of that sweet Caitlyn Jenner dude wear that you've been trying to get your hands on? You think that was it?
0: Uh, clearly it's the dude wear. I mean, classic someone, dude wear. Knew it. Uh, I know. I I think it's definitely because the the Kardashian thing. And you look at all the other guys that are in the Kardashian family; they're all. I mean, crazy just look too. At Bruce. Um, <laughs> god rest his soul but uh no i think he's just like you know what i don't really want to turn into a chick or go crazy so i'm gonna just kind of step away
1: do you think anybody on the team actually just sort of pulled him to the side and they were like hey for the sake of our team so we're not horrible break up with that crazy woman please i mean lebron's
0: I re- like listen um yeah, you're gonna need to step away from her.
1: I don't blame him one bit. So, other NBA news. Clippers. Does that mean anything? Or are they gonna no. win the are they gonna win the West? Do they have a chance to winning the West? Is Billy Crystal doomed to always cheer for a crappy team? How did he choose that team anyways? Cuz he's been a fan since the 80s. Did he have to be that guy that always had to be different? Was that it? Was he like, I can't cheer for the Lakers. There are too many people doing it. I got to be the cool guy. I'm choosing the other team. I don't care if they were 1-81 this year. I'm cheering for them because that's what he's been doing since the 80s. But what's the deal with them? Are they just, is this a a start and then they're just going to go right back? Because I've looked at their history. and the last four years, they've had almost the exact same final record. Literally three years, they did have the exact final same record with Chris Paul and DeAndre Jordan and uh, Blake Griffin. What do you think, Eric?
0: I think exactly that. This doesn't mean anything. They're not going to win the West because every year for the past, like you said, for the past four years, I have repeatedly said every time people are like, you know, look at the Clippers though, they're pretty good. Yeah, they're flashy and they're fun to watch. As soon as it gets down to the wire, as soon as it gets to the playoffs, they're going to shoot themselves in the foot like they always do, and they're not going to go anywhere. They can't get past the second round. I'm not getting all high up on them right now until they— I wouldn't even be impressed if they made it past like the first round or if they had the best record. I still wouldn't care. Western Conference Finals, that's yeah. where you're waiting? Yeah, because yeah. I they still will probably lose in the in the playoffs if they make it there. Yeah.
1: yeah, well, you know who I really miss off of that team is Matt Barnes. That guy is a spark plug. He <laughs> is a spark plug. I love him, and now he's on the Grizzlies. I think is that who he's on. He's on yeah. some sad team now. That doesn't. That's not doing good. Oh yeah, with Vince Carter, who's 115. All right, go Grizzlies. All right, yeah. yeah. You know,
0: Billy Crystal really wanted to be so different. He could always root for another team in California by the name of the Sacramento Kings, who no one cheers for.
1: What? Got my number one finger right here. Yeah. You he could actually cheer. There's a lot of teams that nobody cheers for. But anyways. All right, guys, that is our sports for today. We are going to switch gears now and hit up who's wearing their birthday suit one more time before we go to our guest of the show. So, Eric, we had that he is a star uh, from America, famous American, born and raised in New Jersey, He has a filming and production company known as Jersey Films. In 1992, he was nominated for an MTV Movie Award for Best Villain. Okay? And here's the next clue. He earned an Emmy nomination for a guest appearance on the show Friends in 2004. Hmm. Um he earned an Emmy
0: nomination for a guest appearance on Friends in 2004. Mm
1: -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was just on one episode? He was on one episode. Oh... Can I take a guess? Take a guess. Brad Pitt? Nope. (sighs) Incorrect. Keep thinking. We're going to come back after our guest. So, we are going to now interview... My friend Dan Adreyu, Eric, I will bid you adieu and we'll bring in uh Dan, okay? I guess so. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, guys, as promised, we have a fantastic guest with us today in the studio on the Doc G Show. But before I introduce him, let me ask my listeners something. Have you ever thought about doing some charity or some social work and you start working yourself up thinking about it? You work yourself into a frenzy, getting so excited about it. And then if you're like me, after about 15 or 20 minutes, you actually just start to feel better because you thought about it. You're like, yeah, I did my part. I thought about it. That's good enough, right? I, I I felt bad that somebody else was in need. That is what I should do, right? Well, today in the studio we have someone that actually does important work in his community. With us is my longtime friend Daniel Adreyu. I say long time. Because he was trying to downplay last night how long we knew each other. I
2: just forgot how long it was, that's all. I just had been a minute. I'm getting old. Dan, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. I'm excited and happy to be here. And So,
1: Dan, you have a new program with your co-developer, Brian Connor. You started the project Excel Tell us a little bit about Project Excel.
2: Yes, yeah, so Project Excel, not to be confused with the awesome application that Microsoft has developed, but the, um, the letters P, colon, E stand for Project Excel. And the idea is to take um, a mentorship physical activity program and put it in, in schools where there is um, low levels of exercise going on or not happening at all. So we want to take uh, public health majors and exercise science students and let them use and apply what they're learning in class and teach it to the kids, get them going, get them moving, and um, also encourage them to pursue a career in wellness, just not in sick care um, as far as being a physician or clinical work. but really to see that there are opportunities outside of that, whether that's owning your own gym, being a personal trainer, um, being a yoga instructor, um, also massage therapy is huge. That's growing as well, too. So careers definitely related to that. So
1: ultimately we're looking to with the program you're looking to take younger individuals. What what age individuals?
2: So we're going to do sophomore through seniors in high school which that age group really when you look at research they're always included but not a lot of programs are developed for high schoolers they're mainly the resources go for elementary school kids and middle schoolers which are great but also high school is so important because they have a lot of personal capital as far as time responsibility and a lot of them have part-time jobs so they can kind of do some things on their own
1: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you were telling me earlier you talked about a a boot camp that you already did.
2: Uh, Was that
1: for Project Excel? There,
2: it wasn't with Project Excel. But what's happened is is that what's happening and what's happened in the past is that me and Brian have gotten asked to do a lot of health fairs, do a lot of uh, demonstrations, kind of on uh, to represent not just personal trainers but uh, as health consultants and health educators and so that's kind of where this idea came from was wow you know we've gotten asked to do this several times let's kind of target a population that we are passionate about and let's let's really do this let's see let's see what can happen and some awesome doors have really opened up and um where yeah that's just kind of how it's developed you know chicken or the egg or not not really sure so done a lot of those things but yeah but definitely i would say whenever we do something like that we always, you know, uh, promote Project Excel. I would say it is part of it. It's not the program per se. It's not the structured after-school part. But um, those are kind of those individual-based uh, kind of events.
1: So, if you're listening right now, you want to check out the program as we talk about it, it's www.projectexcel.info. So P-R-O-J-E-C-T. EXCEL.info, INFO. Um, a little bit more about the program. I noticed there are three steps that you have there listed on the website in developing this after school program. Now, I know this program, as you said, is trying to promote these uh, different uh, career paths, these fitness paths in um, the high school students, but none of the three steps involve making an Instagram page that has gym selfies. <laughs> so, do you not see this as a way to succeed in the fitness industry? <laughs>
2: um, for my personal self or for the students? For either. For either. Well, you know, I think the thing is, is that unfortunately, with the fitness industry, there's a lot of self-promotion, and it's not always really correlated to uh, wellness or positive self self-image. So that's something that I definitely want to promote. And hey, I'm all for you know, snapchatting your uh, you know your part of your workout or what you're doing. That's awesome. That's gonna promote some fitness wellness. I'm not for you know a thousand poses of the same ab shot week in and week, you know week in week out. So um, that's not really the direction we're going with. But um, trying to have total health, you know, that being physical, mental, um, also self-esteem is a huge component of this uh, this project. So I we'll have to work on that insta. I have to work on my insta game. I have to just, you know work on that. So
1: I'm. I'm- I would say probably maybe an Instagram for your project, cool. I'd say probably promoting them to make Instagram pages, probably not. <laughs> thing. Now, you also told me uh, you guys were thinking or working on teaming up with, with UNICEF, right?
2: Well... Not UNICEF, and no. I'm glad you didn't say the right the right <laughs> <laughs> program, because we signed paperwork in a week and a half. Oh, so you so it's it, <laughs> unofficial, official, unofficial. So um, you're, huge, huge um, national um, nonprofit. You'll see, will be added. Uh, the logo will be added to the website very very soon. Want to make that official first before I kind of
1: gotcha, speak on air driving. about that.
2: So I'm so glad that you did not say the right. <laughs> Pro- but but
1: it, it parallels somewhere along yes, the same it, line. It's that as big.
2: it's that huge and I'm really excited about who that is. I'm I'm itching to kind of let the let the world know, let others know who's partnering who's partnering with us. But um, it's a big so thing. It's a big thing. It's a big deal. It's huge. It's it's exciting.
1: So if you're listening, keep a lookout on the page. You'll see it. And actually if you sign up for the uh, for the emails uh... from project excel you'll probably get an email
2: about that's it, right I guess right that's right yeah. and uh, also um, there is an address where you can hit us up let us know if you want to get involved if you know some individuals in the wellness um, industry who would uh... like to get involved if you'd like to donate or give or um, just get involved in any way Um you know, we're starting in uh, the the Midlands in Columbia, South Carolina, and um, maybe you want to think about bringing PE to another school district, or you just want to help promote anything like that. There's my little plug. So
1: yeah, if we're looking to spread Project uh, Excel to Jacksonville, to Florida, to to any other place uh, to get involved, there is a there is a uh, spot on the website.
2: Correct. That's right. And, and so the the big question I usually get hit with is, so what makes you know PE different from you know Boys and Girls Club or you know NFL Play 60 or um, I don't know if they have Eat Smart Move Smart here in Florida, but that's a that's another big agency. And so what I say is that um, number one, it's the directed specifically t- towards high schoolers, so they are um, they're getting sh- they're gonna get shown that individual love um, as far as where their research is going and what it's based off of. And number two is to pro- to promote wellness careers. So this isn't young doctors of America. It's it's not about going on to medical school it's about you know getting physically active and then from there getting interested in a in a wellness career so we'll have individuals in those industries coming to speak to the kids very often and getting them engaged um, physically as well so those are those are the huge differences right there
1: okay okay now Dan I taught you in one of your undergrad classes back in exercise science days Back back in the day, giving you all that fantastic knowledge that I gave you, uh, I'm sort of the third program director. Right? <laughs> I sort of developed this program along with you. That's what we could say. Yeah, right? we just I didn't
2: find a picture that did you justice to put on the website yet. So I'll kind of get what I'll send one to the
1: to the website Thank so you. we can make sure that's. I'm kidding. I'm not a part of it at all. I just want to promote it. <laughs> Now let's uh, also on the show, as uh, as our listeners know, we also talk about tunes every now and then. Uh, it's something that we do now because we are longtime friends. Uh, I know you're a rap fan. Um, I am a
2: little bit, a little bit. Who who are you digging on right now? Who's heavy in rotation right now? Oh man, if I had to heavy on rotation, no doubt. Uh 2014 Forest Hills Drive, J. Cole, another mm-hmm. Carolinian. Mm-hmm. Um, no doubt. Yeah, I think you can kind of read between his lines, and he's actually talking about some different things, talking some about substance. some real things. Yeah, there you go. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. okay. A little Kendrick. A little
1: Kendrick, too. Okay, so J. Cole, Kendrick. All right, now what about 90s rap? Oof. If if I'm I'm not saying if if you're listening to it now I'm just you know I'm a huge fan of 90s rap. If you had to give me three of your favorite 90s
2: rappers, Ooh. where would you be at? Uh, oh man, number one is probably Tribe Called Quest. Okay, the duo. Um, number two is Nas. Okay. And number three, oh, man. Number three is hard. I want to say Jay-Z, but he's definitely my 2000s, more of the 2000s. He yeah, came era. around a little bit more. I mean, you really yeah. only had oh, the man. life and
1: times of Sean Carter and uh, that's Blueprint. A,
2: oof, that's difficult to say. I'm going to go Wu-Tang. Oh, how could I? Oh, man. Wu-Tang, yeah, Wu-Tang's up there. It, uh, in no particular order, actually, those three. You, gosh. You're not going to give Tupac any credit on there? You know what? I'm really... Oh, man. P- people may hate me for this, but I'm not going to say Tupac is good or great. I'm not going to use an adjective because no, no matter what adjective I use, it won't really do justice to Tupac. So Okay. He's he's a great... He's a legend, but he's I'm not going to play him day in and day out the way I would have tried called Quest so mm,
1: getting Fife and Q-tip love alright yeah
2: alright well no doubt.
1: Uh, as we already talked about uh, on the show if you guys wanted to know more about Project Excel just go to the website www.projectexcel.info there's no space there Excel. P-R-O-J-E-C-T E-X-C-E-L dot info uh, Dan it's been a pleasure man yeah man I'm so glad you came on the show. Yeah,
2: thanks for having me. Appreciate it. You are the first guest. Oh man,
1: to ever be on the show. That's awesome,
2: right? Yeah, that you can put that on resumes. I will do it. So when you um, you take Jimmy Fallon's spot, you yeah. know one day. Probably, you hear that, Jimmy? Probably, I'm coming for you. Probably a year from yeah. the date. Let's. I mean, <laughs> probably a year from the date. You if, know, um, if it takes that long, you know, you get to work with the roots. Maybe add a couple more members. I don't know. I'll, I'll add Q-tips. There we They'll go. Be Perfect. Thank you for doing that. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, so then maybe you can bring me back on again.
1: And we'll listen to it and be like, gosh, how much we've both grown. I know. Project yep. Excel has taken off. It's it's now It's in India now. It's the wave of the future. There you Everyone go. has a fitness job. It's yep. amazing. Oh yeah. God. Okay. Dan, thanks again. Thank you, thank you. Listening to Dot G's Funky Grooves and Fitness. Shut your mouth! Okay, before we move on, it is time once again. For who's wearing their birthday suit So let's recap a little bit one more time Famous American Star here in the country Born and raised in New Jersey He has a filming and production company Known as Jersey Films In 1992 he was nominated for an MTV Movie Award For Best Villain He earned an Emmy nomination For guest appearance on the show Friends in 2004 Now Eric guessed Brad Pitt Now I'm going to give you the next clue. In the 2012 movie, Lorax, he narrated that entire movie. Danny DeVito? Ding, 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 hit the applause. Yes, Danny DeVito is correct. Now, I didn't know... If you were a Lorax fan or not. So I wasn't sure if you were going to get that one. That one's like a hit or miss. Because obviously, if you never watched it, you'd be like, "Mm, who the crap is that? I have no idea. But if you watched it, you'd be like, "Oh, it's obviously Danny DeVito, right? Yeah. So Danny DeVito was born... Uh, he is turning, uh, born on November 17th, obviously, and he will be turning 71. Thanks. yeah mm-hmm, Yeah, exactly. 71 today, turning 71. So uh, for the answers there, obviously he owns Jersey Films, mm-hmm. and the movie that he won or was nominated for as far as best villain was Batman. Batman. Yes, Batman Returns for, uh, for the Penguin Man there. And uh, then the uh, guest appearance. I don't know if you saw that one. One of my favorite uh, Friends episodes, actually. He is a uh, stripper for, the, uh, for a uh, party that uh, Phoebe invites him to be the stripper. He is a male stripper that's dressed up as a uh, police officer pretty fun. I don't think I've ever seen that episode. Yeah, he breaks down and then cries at the end of it. It's pretty hilarious. (laughs) Uh, And then as I I told you before we came on air today that you would definitely, definitely guess the last clue. The last clue was obviously what?
0: Always Sunny in Philadelphia.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's a star on Always Sunny in Philadelphia, which I know you're a huge fan of. So I was like, of course, Eric, that's a that's a complete 100% dead on. He will nail that one.
0: I love Danny DeVito so much. Yeah, that makes me so happy that that was him.
1: That's him. That is who is wearing their birthday suit for today, November 17th. Give it up, guys, one more time. Danny DeVito turning 71. But as always on the show, it is time for. Timmy Tebow update. Let's hear what's in Timmy's life right now. So, um, he still hasn't got that much better at hitting the ball. But, I don't think he's too worried about it. Doesn't seem like it's too crucial of a component on baseball. I don't really know the sport that well, but I don't think it's that much of a big deal. Um, More importantly, on Monday, a devious pitcher, Spencer Turnbull, hit Tebow with an errant pitch. That's right. He hit the former Heisman Trophy winner and our future co-host with an errant pitch. Yeah. Luckily, Turnbull uh, atoned for his sins on Twitter later. He actually stated on Twitter, I pegged Tim Tebow in my last start today, then immediately apologized because I can't live with that sin on my conscience. Well, Spence, I hope you've learned your lesson. In case you are wondering right now, Tim Tebow's batting average in the Fall League hovering right around one fifty six. All right. Nice. What do you think about that, Eric?
0: Well, he's not good at hitting the ball, but he's pretty good at getting hit by it, so maybe he can make a career out of that.
1: Hey, Barry Bonds got hit a lot, but then again mm-hmm. he did a lot of hitting as well, so Either way.
0: Either way. Because Tim Tebow and Barry Bonds are like on the same level. Much I mean it's the same really level. really just it's just the toss of a coin.
1: Pretty much. I, I think didn't didn't Barry Bonds get cut from the Philadelphia Eagles? Pretty sure that happened. No? That was different okay, different guy. All right. Uh well, that will do it for us here at Doc G's. I am Doc G, and with me as always has been
0: Eric Cirillo.
1: And until next week, guys, zip it up and zip it out. We'll see you Mm -hmm. later.